0: Welcome back to the Invader Sports Soccer Show. On the program today, we have Ace Adam, because the other Adam's not on today, so you can go by Adam. And we have Luke. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the Champions League, look at where we're at, and then we're going to look forward at some highlight games this weekend coming up in the EPL and give our thoughts on that. And then we will finish up by giving you our picks with players at the end. But interesting day. Today, not a good day for you, Adam. Uh, I'm sorry you had to sit uh, through that.
1: Embarrassing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're. I mean, you're still in good shape. If, if you look at, we were just looking at the table here. Well, and, it,
1: it's an upset Juventus fan.
0: Yeah. All right. So, what what was your thoughts going through that? I mean, you're four 4-0 going into that game, and then you get beat four nothing by by Chelsea, the holders. They're they're playing
1: really good right now they're kind of scary yeah but I mean where does where does it stop and end how good is chelsea how bad was Juventus you cannot perform like that not on not on a stage like that it's one thing to lose for nothing when you're like uh you know the mirror of the pack team but not when you're Juventus you cannot go to London and and put on that kind of show they, they never I mean, even played a game they they tried to just play defense. Uh, the, they came out of the first 10 minutes, and they didn't even cross midfield. I think that the whole first half, they crossed midfield maybe four or five times. And then they scored. They had a little bit of a reaction where they came up and took a nice shot, and Thiago Silva made an incredible uh, diving uh, bicycle kick save on the line. But that was the only thing they showed. Then, Then the second half, they didn't even come out of the locker room. They just got destroyed. That's that's just embarrassing, you know.
0: Yeah, I know you um, were saying outside of Weston McKinney, you weren't happy with the team
1: today. No, I didn't. I didn't like the lineup. I didn't like the way they came out. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't come out to play soccer. They they came out to just use their old fashioned defense and uh, let's try not to give up goals. And and that's a recipe for disaster. And that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah. So, so Luke, did you catch any of the games today?
1: Yeah.
2: Obviously, I watched United. Um, right, which was an interesting game. I watched the very, very quickly the highlights from from Chelsea, um, and I, I do think Tuchel's got that got that team in a really good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the, I mean, I thought it'd be between them and City for the league. Um, I I didn't really favour them for the for the Champions League, but I I think they're in for a decent shout to go to go the whole way. Um, maybe not win it but I think I'd expect them to like at least be in the semi-finals maybe even the finals because um, they look like a really good side well since he's since Tuchel's come in they look just so much better so yeah yeah I think as much as it's not a good re- result for Juventus I think also credit to Chelsea where, where they just have something clicking I feel like um, so I it's a bit like Liverpool. I kind of feel like, regardless of the opponent, when they're fully switched on, like they're like hell to deal to deal with. So mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the only thing I'd say. Like it is pr- not great for Juventus, but also like I think the credit's there for Chelsea.
0: Yeah, like when Trent's putting in balls like he was against Arsenal, you're gonna score goals, and they yeah. ended up winning four nothing. And it's just one of those things. Like that's Klopp's system. He has the players he wants, and when they play like that, they just they put up numbers. But sometimes they don't, you know. Sometimes they come out and it's laying an egg. It's it's really weird. But Chelsea right now, they're just they're on another oh, yeah. level, man.
1: So Chelsea yeah. is very very good, and remember, they didn't even uh, they didn't even use Lukaku. They had the luxury to to save him, put him on the bench, let him rest, let him get better. But I think that I, they may be actually a better team without him because without him, the other defense doesn't have a point of referment. and like they don't they don't know who to stop. They, those guys today mm-hmm. were coming out from everywhere. And um, they they played a fantastic match today. They've looked good in, in EPL. I think I think uh, Chelsea and Liverpool right now, they're on a different level from anybody mm-hmm. else. You look at the other teams that, that are supposed to be favorite, PSG hasn't really looked good all year. They're, they're dominating their league. They're up by like a thousand points ahead of second place. But... They don't really look that good. And uh, Man City looks very sporadic. So, I think uh, it's probably going to be a two-horse race between Liverpool and Chelsea for both EPL and um, uh, Champions League. They're definitely the two best teams on the planet right now. I, yeah, agree. I
0: mean, Yeah, look, looking uh, at it, I'm not really scared of any Spanish team. I guess Bayern maybe. And when, you know, they're not really in a tough group. Barcelona's mm-hmm. not good this year. But they have 19 goals and three against. In that oh, group, yeah,
1: Bayern, Bayern can play the role of the sport. I just don't, they don't seem to me that as strong as uh, uh, like two years ago. Uh, I think Chelsea and uh, Liverpool, as good as Bayern are right now, the Liverpool and Chelsea are a little bit better.
2: Yeah, I agree, and I think you've raised a really, really valid point as well that they did what they did tonight without Lukaku, um, which to me, shows a lot of uh, confidence from a mar- managerial standpoint that you can go into a Champions League game against, a, regardless of it, if they're in form or not, um, a good Juventus side. So to be able to have that confidence in your players that you can rest your your kind of, like, biggest threat going forward, um, I think that speaks volume, to be honest. Um,
1: Listen, you you need goal scorers like Lukaku because a guy that can put the ball in the net like that is is very valuable. Mm. But championship are won in midfield. And, and Chelsea, Chelsea midfield right now is, is, is unbelievable. They can't take him out. And it was like, he didn't even, they didn't even miss him. Kante is one of the best mid, midfielders in the world. And he comes out because it's probably a little hurt or whatever. And they didn't miss a beat. They mm-hmm. just, you know, the midfield, same thing with Liverpool. Everybody likes to talk about the three up front, Liverpool. But they're winning games because their midfield is running uh, their ass off. And uh, they're playing very, very well in midfield. That's where the games are won. That's where the championship are won. Mm-hmm. The the goal scoring, it's for, it's for the fans to cheer about and all that. But you win in midfield.
0: Very big James Milner guy, right? You appreciate James Milner? Oh, yeah. His work ethic?
1: Yeah, my <laughs> kind of guy.
0: Yeah, he does run hard.
1: Well, he, he stops running.
0: Yeah. So tomorrow we got PSG versus city might be when you're listening to this might be today. That's a big game. Uh, do you think PSG needs to come out and just win this game away to show that they're for real? Because they're not very intimidating as not nearly as much as they should be with the roster that they have. Uh, not, I'm not scared of them at all. Like I feel like if we had to play them, so be it. And that's weird for me to say that because of that roster. Are you guys I was scared? Gonna
2: say, yeah, I mean, I know I talked about going into the season. But I thought PSG would uh, would comfortably get to the final, if not win the Champions League. But again, what you just said is is so true. You've got a a potential front front three of Neymar and Mbappe and, and Messi, and for whatever reason, I would not fear them anywhere near as much as I'd fear Liverpool or Chelsea right now. Um, I think Man City should win tomorrow, to be honest. Um, yeah. I think it'd be better if they kept a clean sheet, and I definitely think it's possible for City to come out of the game tomorrow with a clean sheet. Um, but yeah, City, uh, PSG, I'm not too sure what it is, but you got it exactly right. Like, uh, th- th- There's no major fear factor with them, which is so weird considering the players they have, but. That's my thoughts.
1: Well, I think uh, it's the kind of game that's probably open to all three results. However, Mainz is probably a little bit favorite because, again, I go back to midfield, and I think PSG misses Ferrari more than uh, they would like to admit. He hasn't, he hasn't been playing for a while. I'm not sure how much longer he's going to be out. But they miss him in midfield pretty badly.
0: Yeah, I mean, they drew Lipsy last game. And it was 2 2, and their only two goals came from my And, mm-hmm. you know, I love, I love Genie, but he's not the biggest goal scorer. He's a big time goal scorer. He scores in big moments, but he's not a goal scorer. And, and that's where you're getting your goals in that game. It's just weird. It's just, like, I don't know another word for it. It's just weird. Like, why aren't they better than they are? Uh, yeah. And, and maybe it's too much star power. Who knows? But like that front three, come on. That's like a video game. Well,
1: but the, the, those three guys up front again—they're for a show. You need somebody to bring them the ball. They—they're mm-hmm. not gonna go back and uh, uh, get the ball back and, uh, and and carry it back up. And they—they they can work in sports, but midfield again is what it's at. They—they need the help to get the ball up there and then do do their magic. But sometimes you can't create the magic on your own.
0: Yeah, and they're seeing that for sure. So. What are your thoughts on, since we're talking about them, the Pochettino rumors about him going to, to Man U to coach Luke's team? Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that?
1: i like to see it. I think I think Pochettino probably does not really like the, the French League. Uh, it's not challenging for him. I think he's used to EPL. He'd like to go back and prove uh, the Asperger's wrong, that they let him go too soon. Uh, his family is there. He's still in England, so he probably can't wait to get back to England. And I like to see it'd be he would be a good match for um, f- uh, for Menu. And I think that all the rumors, all the different coaches that, that they've been talking about, he would probably be the best suited for the job. Luke, I
2: I actually kind of feel the opposite. Um, Pochettino would not be my first choice. I really like the idea of. I mean, sedan's the dream, right? That's that's who I'd want. But yeah, but he's not, not going. No, not at all. He
1: wants he wants the PSG job?
2: Yeah, or there's you know he's he's very happy to hold out for for the uh, French, for the French team. Yeah,
1: after the after Qatar, after yeah. Qatar, he will probably get the job if he yeah. wants.
2: Yeah, that's what I think he's waiting on. Um, with that in mind, my first chance would be. Um, gonna pronounce his name wrong but um hug or hag either the one gun, the ix manager 10 10 hag that's the one yeah
1: yeah um, but you'd have he, to wait till the end of the season for that i think we'd wait till the end, end of up right now i <laughs> don't know explain. if you will
2: um, i don't know if you will because united have been told they the press release they put out was they're going to look for an interim manager until the until the summer's over um okay. or, sorry until we get to the summer so i'm not sure they would bring in someone permanent now um but we'll have to wait and see ultimately i'd i'd, I'd love the the X manager personally he'd be uh, a good
1: choice he's he's a very good coach he would be a very yeah. good I like
0: choice. that i mean i you know i don't like that in, but in the spirit of competition i do like that because i i i like him i mean he's he's results driven right every year he's got that team in shape and they're always getting good prospects and it's not bad to have on your team. Yeah, he, uh, someone stronger force of
1: an under-23 team. He always is to contend with young guys, and and he is not afraid to play them, and he does well with them.
2: My, yeah. my my thing is we're United are in a really really fragile state at the moment, especially through the midfield. Right, we've got Fred who's not been utilized at all, so has become very far away from a fan favorite. Pogba who is pretty much guaranteed to leave at this point I think if we brought in Conte might be able to convince him to stay because Conte and Pogba have a really good relationship from Juventus um, and maybe if Zidane was a thing again you're likely to keep Pogba a stay because of the French connection and I think Pogba would want to work under Zidane but I think Pogba will leave now I think van der Beek still has a good chance of leaving um, in January. So United are in a really fragile, fragile place there to try and convince those players to stay or bring in the right players in January. So that's what I'm worried about with having an interim manager and having no one there to, to really steady the boat and, and move us forward. So it's a very interesting time, but a very dangerous time. I feel like. Well, I I Mm. think,
1: I think Pogba is gone no matter what. Yeah, and Van der Beek may stay only if he knows for sure that uh, Ten Egg is coming in. Otherwise, he's gone too.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's it makes you think, right? Like, what's gonna happen? They have they have a championship winning team, like we talked about before. And I knew they were gonna win today. I just knew it. Like, it's like a phenomenon that some people I know call like the backup quarterback philosophy that whenever something happens to a team like that, they all rally behind each other and they get a win like the very next game. And it happens yeah. a lot. It happens across different sports. And that's why it comes from uh, American football, that that term. But I just knew they were gonna win today. And of course, Ronaldo has the first goal. And it was just like, you could tell it was coming. So since you guys are both on, and I wanted to ask you guys, guys this before, is there any part of you uh, I'll start with with Adam, since he left Juve to go to Manu. That wishes that Juventus never even signed him in the first place. I mean, you won uh, another Italian league. You you had a couple of years of, of fun watching him, so you wouldn't take
1: it back. No, I I would. I, I wish they had kept him. <laughs> yeah. I'm upset that they let him go, uh, especially with like two days left before the end of the market. That they didn't have a chance to find the proper substitute for him. Uh you could see the results now. They're not getting they're not scoring goals. They have uh um, they they have the five forwards that they have right now, they scored seven goals in 13 games. Ronaldo by himself has doubled that already. So no, I, I wish they had kept him. I guys like Ronaldo, you don't you never hope that they go away. The the only bad thing that happened to Juventus was the COVID thing. They they got Ronaldo. And then COVID hit, and then he had the money to go out and get a couple of players to to surround him with. But I don't regret any moment. I enjoyed, I enjoyed every game he played and every goal he scored for Juventus.
0: Yeah, see, I think I'm not like looking in the moment when I think of this question myself, because I'm just looking at, you know, the outcome and where you're at now, and you need a striker, and it's just a bummer. So that makes me think maybe you would think that you wish it didn't happen. You spent that, spent that money elsewhere on someone that would still be there because he's at a point in his career that, you know, who knows how long he's going to stay somewhere. Like, I, I don't know how long he's going to stay with me and you now. I'm sure Luke doesn't know either, but yeah. I'm sure you don't mind. Right. It's that I kind of like, way.
2: I feel like it will be two seasons. Yeah. at United. Okay. Yeah. And you're fine. You're best. fine with that. Uh, Well, in two years time or a year and a half time, Greenwood will be a little bit older. Yeah. Um, he's good and I'd like him to come in and play as an out and out number 9 by then. I know he's kind of coming in off the right at the moment but you can see he favors being through the middle because he cuts inside. He's never he's never going to cross the ball. Um so my ideal situation is Greenwood will v- very much learn from Ronaldo over the next two seasons and then fulfill that role and and be that number 9 and then kind of look for for a backup. Um for him, that that's what I'd like to happen. But what really will happen, I'm, I'm not too sure. um But definitely, I, I I I doubt Ronaldo Ronaldo will be at United by like 2020. What would it be? 2023. So yeah, he's getting on a bit, and I think by that point he's going to want to probably go to an easier league and make his last last bit of money before before retirement. um So I I think it'll be still fitter than what a lot of 30 year olds will be. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: I mean, I compare him to, to Tom Brady, like Brady's old, but he takes care of himself so well that it doesn't really matter, especially because NFL is really like short burst. You're not playing for like Mm -hmm. a whole year, you know, you're playing for like around six months and he, he treats his body spectacularly. And so does Ronaldo. They're, they're of the same elk and, you know i'm sure you know if we if we had ever had a chance in hell to get him i'd be i'd be over the moon that i could watch him play and score for my team but on the outside it just makes me think if any fans don't like that and they wish they went a different oh, direction there, on younger talent there,
1: there are many juventus fans that feel they wish they hadn't gotten him they, a lot of, a lot of them will tell you uh they would have been better off with the two or three players at different position rather than one spectacular one like him. There's a lot of people that, that think that I don't really agree with them, but, but those, there are people thinking that uh, nice. I think that uh, Ronaldo will stay in, in menu as long as he feels that he's still capable of playing there. Cause he's not going to want to embarrass himself. So if he feels like he's sleeping a little bit, he may move on. But if, as long as he's healthy, he will play and whoever, all depends for next year whoever is the new coach because he's got a he's the kind of guy that needs to be comfortable with his coach if he's not there's going to be issues and he may move on
2: okay Uh, i i made a joke yesterday to some friends that pochettino could be the only manager that coaches both ronaldo and messi at, at a point in their career um which would be crazy if that goes through and that happens, um, but it would it would be incredible if he, if he won nothing with either of them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, which is very possible if he goes to United and doesn't win anything in PSG. I mean, they should win the league, but it'd be it'd be very interesting if he's the only manager to coach both of those players, like best player, arguably the best two players of uh, yeah. this generation, and he wins think- nothing.
0: Yeah, I think he'd get Klopp's old title before he finally broke through and won a trophy. You know, Klopp was the best loser in the world because he, he could get his teams to the finals and oh. then couldn't do it. And, he's already won the, the French And now he's... the so Oh, yeah, yeah, big. true. Uh, that's, that's true. I, I don't think of that league. I don't know why. I just don't think of it, like, when I'm thinking of trophies. Um, and I'm sure that's how they kind of feel, you know? I'm sure if you asked a PSG fan from France, right, what do you want they all want the champions league that's what they want that's why they signed all these players and it's just not working out in the champions league so far they're still going to get through to the next round but once we get to the knockout stages they could go out at any time like i wouldn't be surprised if they get knocked out right away depending on the matchup and yeah. they got to be they got to be scared of that happening but you can't be you got to you know act like every day's a new day and you're you're grabbing the chance to go get a victory so i'm excited to see the game tomorrow i am uh, As a football fan, you know, I'm trying not to let my city hate (laughs) guide this decision. But, you know, I want to see them put up some goals and and see him win a game, see Messi do Mm. well. You know, he's not really putting up stats in the French League. And it's it's just strange. I I figured he would pick that league apart.
1: But don't you you get the feeling from, from watching from the outside and all? Don't you get the feeling that he, he almost doesn't want to be there? He can't wait to get out of there. Yeah, I don't. There's a the right rumors there of him going back to Barcelona next next summer. I can see that.
0: I can definitely yeah, see me that. Too.
1: I mean, it's like a fish out of water in there.
2: Well, if if you, I mean, if if you were Messi, would you not feel the same? Like it's very different to go to from the Spanish league to the Italian league, or from the Spanish league to German league. They they've all got better rivalry and better competition when you go to the french league and there's no disrespect but when you're in that league (laughs) it's psg or well nothing like they're so far ahead and you've got you've got a player like messi who's used to proper challenges and having and having those tough matches and i think that's probably it he probably doesn't want to be there and you can't blame him it's it's you know he's he's has to be aware now that he's only got x amount of seasons left and yeah he he'll either want to go back to barcelona and finish his legacy there or i think move to a more competitive league at least that's my my take on it but I, yeah if i was in his shoes i would not want to be there and the same for mbappe i think you know for him ah. to really be considered like one of the best players in the world he needs to play in a more competitive league yeah, yeah. I,
1: was, I was very surprised Bape did not move this past summer. But um, am 100% sure he will move next summer for sure. He's yeah. not going back to PSG next summer. There's no way.
2: No, I think he'll be he'll end up at Madrid by the end of next yeah. summer. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't see him anywhere else, which is good because I think the only other place he would go is Liverpool if they if they had the funds.
1: But... Yeah, the only problem Real Madrid is that Benzema is doing so well. I mean, he's mm. playing his best soccer of his life. So, yeah, but they're
2: also two very different players, and I think having that dynamic is really important. I mean, playing you... them
1: together, I suppose.
2: Exactly, and I think United are a really good example of that. When you, I think the one or two times when you've seen Cavani and Ronaldo played together, they both offer something slightly different, but they both have tons of experience. Um, I think if you can be in a situation where you have Mbappe and like even a front three of Vinicius Jr. Who, Vinicius Jr. Jr. Yeah. Who's doing really well at the moment. If you, if that's you know a front three of Benzema, him, and Mbappe, to me that makes sense and yeah, it's, it's perfect. Those three and a,
1: would be phenomenal. Yeah.
2: yeah, so that's what I think will happen, um, and I think that's what Mbappe needs. I think. I consider Haaland a better player at the moment because he's in a slightly more competitive league, and he's come in and he's hit the ground running so well since joining oh, Dortmund. I think Mbappe needs to do the same. I think he needs to go to Spain, Italy, or or Germany to really, or for the Premier League, um, to really prove himself.
0: And what Haaland has done so far that Mbappe really hasn't you know neither of them have a title in the champions league but holland has dominated in the champions league already and he's so young he's only had what three goes at it maybe two and he's got an insane amount of goals already so that's up against the best players in the world and he shows that he can do it he even did that when well he was with uh, salzburg before he was scoring with them so it doesn't matter what team he's on he's gonna get it done and that's I, i agree with you i think he's you know, better at the moment as well, even though he got hurt. But I'm a big fan of him. He's just, he's awesome, man. I
2: I I think he's he's a very interesting player. I, I, he's um. He reminds me a bit of Ibrahimovic in the way that he he presents himself, um, and I think he will be one of those players where he he'll go on for as long as Ibrahimovic di- or is, and he'll he'll move around a bunch. I don't think he'll be at one team for like years and years and years. I think he'll just move around where I think Mbappe <coughs> excuse me, I think Mbappe will um, will kind of go to Madrid and is probably likely to stay there for a lot longer.
1: I can see yeah, that. Haaland is, is definitely a very powerful and also a little bit of a strange guy, but <laughs> Strange in a good way, like like Ibrahimovic was. The interesting thing is, can they bug Real Madrid? Mm, I, I'd, I would not. I
2: think Haaland's going to end up at Bayern, personally.
1: Oh, yeah, he'll be the perfect uh, segue for Lewandowski. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: my thinking. Um, Bayern are known for picking up all the best talent within the German league. Yeah,
1: they're going to go after him very hard, I would think.
2: Yeah, and I, I think it is between uh, between Bayern and Liverpool in terms mm-hmm. of where where he'll end up. Um, but uh, sorry, Bayern or City? Um, yeah. But but I'd I, I'd I'd say he'll end up at Bayern personally. That's just yeah, I was I'm going thinking. to say I
1: don't know if Liverpool is to sign Salah. I don't know what the kind of the situation is with Mane. Mm. It it better they better have to sign lot. him too. There's a there's a lot of money that's going to be tied up, even with just Salah. So I don't know if they if they could go after Haaland. Uh, no, but I don't City, think would. Man City definitely would because yep. they not not only they have a limited funds, so they can go and offer Holland whatever he wants, but they also need a center forward. They don't really have a classic mm-hmm. center forward, and I think that Guardiola has finally realized that you can't really win. On a consistent basis with a with a, a false nuevo, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. You need yeah. at some point you need a true forward. The only the only bad thing in there is that Alan, the um, uh, agent Mr. Rayola or Ryla, he doesn't really like Man City. They don't get along for, for whatever mm-hmm. reason. They've nev- they've never really done business. So I don't know if that's going to be a roadblock, but you know, if you throw enough money at them, they could probably get around the roadblock.
2: Yeah, I think that's a really valid point, and I I do think it ties into to what I was saying earlier, where I cannot see Haaland in the same place for longer than a couple of years. I think you'll even if you went to Bayern after after Dortmund, I think you'd do a couple of years at Bayern, and then I think he'd move to City or move to the Spanish league. I think he'll rotate around a lot.
1: Yeah, at some point he's gonna to go to Madrid. He's, yeah. he's always talked about Real Madrid, so at some point in his life he's gonna play there.
2: Yeah, mm. for sure. That'd be interesting. Um, it'll be a massive power pl- uh, power move if uh, Madrid end up with both Mbappe and Haaland at some point.
1: That's that's a lot of money. <laughs> I don't know they, they could pull it off. Not even then uh, Probably do yeah. it this time.
2: Yeah, I don't think it would happen, but
1: maybe down the road, get Mbappe out and two, three years down the road, get Haaland, but to get him both this summer, it, it, it would be unthinkable, I would no, think.
2: No, I don't even think that um, Haaland's on Madrid's radar for the coming summer. I think it's. I think they'll go all-in for Mbappe, um, maybe a defender yeah, you'd probably some be right. type. Yeah, I think that's where their focus is going to be. I, I don't think they need to be getting two forwards because, you know, they've got, like you said, they've got Benzema, they've got Vinicius, um, I'm not sure how Rodrigo is doing, but they have enough options at the moment. Um, so I think they they'll be wanting to put all of their eggs in the basket of of uh, uh, landing Mbappe and then go from there.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: Yeah, I agree too. It, you, you wonder where these you know next up players are going to go because they're really the two Mbappe and Holland. When I think of who's next, like who's the next star that they're the always the two I go to. And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. But, all right, let's shift to the EPL real quick, uh, talk about some games coming up. So, Saturday, not too many important games at all. Yeah, uh, I'm curious how Arsenal is going to bounce back after their first loss from their beginning of the season when they lost three straight, and then they won in a nice little tear and lost, so we we'll, we'll have to see how they uh, recoup to that. Um, but outside of that, not many exciting games on Saturday. Liverpool's got Southampton. Hopefully, we don't chop the ball there because, you know, in my life being a fan, I've seen that happen a lot where they played so great the week before. And then for some reason, they just come out and, and draw. And it's just mm-hmm. like, what the hell? You, you should have won that game and everybody knows it. And, um, uh, that didn't happen the year we won the EPL. Uh, they won all those games. If it, if it was close at the end, they'd find a way to win in like the 90th minute a few times. Um, but this season, I'm still not convinced, and that that loss to to West Ham really hurt. And uh, we'll have to see because you know I'm big on West Ham, but they they just lost last week, so we'll see how they rebound yeah. as well. And they have they have Man yeah. City. They got Man City this week in Manchester too. So that game's on yeah. Sunday, and uh, oh, Chelsea plays Man U. How's Man U so going to come cool out to that one. game? That's a good good one.
2: You nervous. Um, so- I'm in a weird place with United at the moment, right? So, we won tonight. Wasn't the most amazing display. De Gea, De Gea basically kept kept United in the game. Um, in terms of how I feel about coming up against Chelsea, honestly, I think it, it might be a little bit pessimistic. I think a draw is probably the best we're going to get out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a really weird time for United at the moment. I think Chelsea are definitely have the the first for for, uh, for blood, so I think Chelsea would probably just snag it. But I'd hope for a draw.
1: Well, if you look at past results, I mean, they got blown up by Liverpool I Now mean, They're going to London, mm-hmm. and Chelsea's on top of their game right now. Yeah, it, it could be it could be ugly on Sunday. But yeah. they
0: got the backup quarterback thing going. They're all banding together. That's,
1: that's true, and that's so. And there's a reason why they play the games. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I kind of, I'm kind of curious about the Leicester and Watford game. Yeah, I'd like to see what uh, what's going to happen with that one. You know, Ranieri's a, uh, Ranieri's got them going the right way.
0: Yeah, yeah that's true. But that, then we got games midweek. I love this time of year where there's just crazy games nonstop. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to figure out when we have the episode because it's tuesday and wednesday and thursday so yeah. i guess i don't know i don't know how we're gonna do it we'll figure it out uh but but yeah we'll have to see this weekend i'm I'm really excited to see the chelsea play man U. I i think man U are gonna come out and get a point at least i really do I've got a feeling and oh, I've, i hope so i got, got another feeling i'm gonna make two bold predictions man U gets a point west ham gets a point against city so let's see if they pay off
1: Wow, that's, that's kind of a shame. Like on Wednesday, there's the Derby. Everton yeah. and Liverpool.
0: Yeah, Wednesday.
1: That, uh, they they can't figure out another day. Oh, there's should, another should, one. There should never be a weekend game, a weekday game. There should always be, you know, the Derby should always be played on a, on a weekend. But that's modern soccer these days. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's all jammed in this time of year. It's crazy. Yeah. So many games. Between next league year, play tournaments.
1: To yeah. Next year, this time this time of year, next year it's gonna be worse because you got the World Cup coming up right around this time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. International breaks are always fun. Ah, sometimes I like watching the international teams, and especially USA right now. They're they're doing all right. Doing all yeah. right. The pool sitch with that nice goal to get the lead. And then didn't McKinney score after him? Yeah. Against we Mexico, right?
1: Get a nice goal against Mexico. Yeah. 2 nothing win against Mexico was very good.
0: Yeah. And then did you see the papers? Mexico printed the new Giants talking about <laughs> USA because they beat them twice now in the span of, what, four or five months? <laughs> right. So that's pretty crazy. But, uh, okay, I guess we're going to pick our players and bid you guys farewell. So Adam has already sent his pick in. And
2: who did he pick? Uh, he picked, uh, Cornet, Cornet. from,
0: yeah, yeah. Burnley. Uh, okay. So he picked Cornet and you're up.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Burnley too. I'm going to take, uh, Ollie Watkins.
0: Oh, I love Ollie Watkins. Isn't he on Villa? Yeah, he's on Villa.
2: Okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry. Not Burnley. Take him from, uh, from, Villa.
0: Yeah. You don't have a Villa player yet. Uh, Okay. I love Ali Watkins. He's like one of the guys that I just root for, and he scored the winning goal in Gerard's first game Yes, for uh, for Villa, yeah. And let's see. Who am I going to get? You know what? Do I have a Norwich player yet?
2: <laughs> let's see. I don't see. think so. All
0: right, let's get Timo Pukki. Let's get Timo Pukki. And uh, a little update for you. Adam's just killing it. He's got Salah. He's got 33 goals. I have 20. Luke has 12, but Luke is on the comeback trail. His players are starting to do well. So, all right, that'll do it for this episode. And we have games midweek, so expect an episode, I don't know, maybe maybe Wednesday. It's probably the best time to do it after yeah. we see some games. And uh, we'll talk about those games and give you our picks for next week. So, Adam, thanks for coming on. Luke, you're the man, as usual. And we'll talk to you guys next time. All right, bye. bye. Oh, thank you.